0: Hi everyone, welcome to episode 5 of Talkspace. So we asked our listeners through a poll what they would like to hear from us from this episode and the majority vote was teenage relationships. We realized who better to talk about teenage relationships than teenagers itself. So our guests for today are my very close friends, Kion and Karaju and Roy. Kion is from Pune and is currently studying in the 11th grade. She
1: enjoys dancing and fostering pets. Hi. Okay. Our second guest, Nishtha, is also from Pune and India. He's fond of Japanese, food, taekwondo, and playing basketball. The two of them are here to talk about modern relationships, the toxic notion behind them, the new concepts and stereotypes created by teenagers in this aspect of their life, and busting myths about the same. A good place to start is to understand what teenagers think a relationship is and what defines it. Kion, would you like to go first?
2: Well, what do teenagers think relationships are I think most people just do it because a lot of people around them are doing it and I feel like it comes from a place of peer pressure but at the same time I also do think that relationships have now become a big deal because I feel like everyone around us like is falling in love or they want to prove that they are happy they have emotions that they, they can't fall in love so I just feel like most of it either comes from a place of like peer pressure or from inside like their insecurities and like reasons that they want to fit in.
0: Mishra, what about you? What do you think a relationship
3: is? I agree with Kiwan. I mean, it made a lot of sense, like, the peer pressure part and that. But, I mean, it's not always, like, peer pressure. Like, sometimes people do actually like someone or love someone like that.
0: I think I agree with you. I think, for me, what a relationship is, just does. Like the state of being connected is a relationship. Like when two people are connected, it's a relationship. But to me, commitment is a relationship. Like that's what I consider it to be. Not, like if I think of a relationship, I think of commitment. I don't think of, let's just say other things. So I think mainly what I wanted to talk about was that teenagers have introduced a variety of concepts into relationships. And this is very important because they think that being casual or like just being very in the air about your status between two people is okay and it's very casual. So, what do you think about casual relationships? And do you think it's actually healthy for people to be in one?
3: Casual in what way?
0: Casual relationships, yeah, casual. as in, like not being committed, not like, like you know the.
2: Let's not put labels on this. Like, uh, I think the casual relationships thing is absolutely bullshit, and if people don't realize that they actually do get attached. And once that casualness actually does stop, it's like you're already attached to the person and the the entire process of going through a heartbreak and all that just continues after that. So I don't think the idea of a casual relationship is actually worth it. What about
0: you, Chair?
3: I mean, I don't even think there's anything like a casual relationship. I mean, if it's just going to be like, if there's no label on it, then it's nothing more than like friends with benefits or something like that
2: not friends with, like benefits not really but like I think it's just they want to do you but they also want to do a lot of other people it's like
3: exactly want, so,
2: so so. On it. okay I think that into what I think of casual
0: relationships and I don't actually think a lot about it because I'm just as a person I don't blame anyone when I say this there's nothing wrong with being in a casual relationship if you feel you can control your feelings and keep it in you and be like okay, I'm not going to catch feelings for this person or that person. That's great. I mean, I wish I could be like you, but a lot of people just can't do it. Like imagine you get attached to someone and they're like, okay, I'm also attached to this other person and this other person. and We're nothing more than this. That kind of concept is a bit unhealthy to me, honestly, because I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, we are young. And like, it's really great that, you know, we have the opportunity to be in relationships, but we are growing up. And for how long can you do this? For how long can you be like, okay, let's just be casual, like, I just don't think like
1: that. I agree with Akshita completely, and now that that's clear, we often hear the phrase toxic relationships, and it's thrown around a lot. So, would you guys say all modern relationships are like this, and if yes, why?
2: I wouldn't say all modern relationships, but I would say most of them. I think it's because now there's like so much like there's so much that has come into like being in a relationship There's like insecurity there's so much like that's just involved in being in a relationship and a lot of people do not like the concept of dealing with a relationship they want to be in one but they don't want to do the things that that need to be done to be in a relationship and when that happens i think it becomes really toxic because it's just effort from one side and there's nothing from the other side so i do believe that most relationships nowadays are very toxic and there's no proper communication between anyone. I think that's just absolute crap.
3: Yo, she was speaking facts. But yeah, I think it's not all the relationships that are toxic. It's like just a handful of them. Like, you know, with okay, so based on my experience, I had to deal with a lot of her insecurity issues, which is pretty fucked up. But it wasn't fucked up, but it was like, Why would you have insecurity issues if I'm like giving you reasons not to be insecure? So like, I get I'm hot, but like, don't be insecure about other girls.
0: I think just to define it for everyone, the word toxic is misused as well. As much as it makes sense to say that, you know, relationships are toxic, you can't just keep using the word for everything because that's a bit hurtful as well. Toxic essentially means something that's harmful, unpleasant or contaminated. That's what the word means. So it's a very, very strong word to use for someone or for two people or a relationship. And not only romantic relationships can be toxic, a friendship can be toxic, a platonic relationship can be toxic, a romantic relationship can be toxic. It can literally be endless. Like you as a person can also be toxic. Like it's literally a very, very strong word to use. And I think when, when Kion said that yeah most modern relationships are toxic I tend to agree with her and I'm maybe it's just the type of things I've gone through but like from whatever I've seen in my environment around me I've never seen a very very happy relationship after a certain point it just goes downhill from there and I think if someone can manage a relationship you see these people who are together for six years and you know they seem so happy But that might just be like the 15 seconds reel that you see on Instagram. But in real life, they're like fighting every single day. Like, you do not know what actually happens behind. So I think in terms of toxic, I wouldn't say every relationship is toxic. Like, okay, the relationship that you are in right now is toxic. But relationships, modern relationships with teenagers specifically tend to become toxic when you think more about, oh, you know, the only thing I'm thinking about is being intimate with her or with him, or the only thing I'm thinking about is, like, showing off to other people that I have a girl or I have a guy, like, that's not what it's about. If, if genuine feelings are involved, someone could actually get hurt, and that's not a good place to be in. So now I want to talk about the fact that, I mean, sounds very hypocritical for me to say that, but teenagers become, like, really obsessed with relationships once they hear about it. Like, if say for example talking about myself if I feel like oh my god you know this guy is really nice he's super cute I like him then there's nothing else I'll think about like that's what I'm trying to say like teenagers are obsessed with the idea of being in a relationship or and they're always discussing that like okay today if I meet the four of you in a cafe or in a restaurant what will we talk about maximum yeah 10 minutes we talk about oh how's pune how's mumbai how's school but after that we'll come back to oh which guy do you like or which girl do you like like that is every conversation within teenagers nowadays and it's kind of sad like that's all you can think about like come on i also think that that's not where our conversation should start and end what do you guys think like you guys have been in relationships before um do you guys think that you guys tend to get obsessed with people once you get into a relationship with someone or for you
2: it's like okay yeah like whatever like, what is your approach towards ready? Honestly, I think teenagers we, are obsessed behind the idea of relationships because we kind of all, we all kind of look for someone. You know, someone who's going to love you regardless of regardless of everything, your flaws or your, your disgusting habits, everything, you kind of just look for someone who's going to love you in that person. And when we do find that person who loves you beyond everything, it's not obsessive, but I feel like there's some sort of comfort that you do find in that person and he kind of becomes like your best friend. And that's a little difficult to uh not obsess over especially when it ends so i guess they just aren't obsessed with relationships i just think they're lonely i think a lot of people just in this day and age are lonely
3: i mean like a lot of people like you can see it in like movies you can see it in your friends like when people have relationships you sort of develop that kind of obsessiveness like damn even i want that Because, like, you see these people and they look so happy in relationships. And like you said, like, sometimes that's not always the case. It's just what they show on social media or something. So people get obsessed with the idea of, like, finding happiness in someone. And that makes them want to be in relationships more.
1: Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense because everyone portrays it really differently. And it's not really how it truly is behind the scenes. So that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's also really important to point out words that teenagers throw around, such as a simp or a player, to people who act a certain way. So what do you guys think these words mean and are they justified?
2: I don't think these words are good words. I mean, I just don't think anything should be put a label on. I mean, if you're single, then you're then you're not then you're not good enough for a guy. If you're with a guy, then you're not good enough for single people. So it's always when you put a label on something, you're defining the person as that thing. And I just don't think that's good because a person is not just single or married or something. They they have their own personality, they're their own individual. And these labels, I think they just kind of make the person who they are. Like you tell you judge them, you tell them that this is the person that you are, and they actually start believing it, especially when you're talking about players. When you're talking, when you're talking to a person and he's been with maybe five or six girls, you're like calling him a player. And honestly, that kind of puts the idea into their head that I should be a player. And that's when they actually go and do things to other girls, which are player-like. So I just don't think labels are a good way to describe anyone or put that sort of uh, thing on them.
3: Honestly, I don't get the idea of labels because like most of the time they're pretty like fucked up. Like if I, if I see one of my friends who's like tapping a shitload of chicks and everyone's like, bro, you're, you're balling. Let's go, you're balling. But if there's another girl who's like f- her what she wants, she's a whore, she's a slut. So I don't get that like, you know, the thing that is pretty unfair, to be honest.
0: What both of you said, I completely agree with. But for example, we take one, which is simp, okay? That word is swung around everywhere. And I mean, I want to actually apologize because I have actually said that word and I do say it on a pretty regular basis. But what I mean is that a simp to people, what the definition has become now is like, when someone is like, re- uh, usually they use it for males, I'm not gonna say females cannot be sims, but what I've seen mainly is for males. It's like, they'll be like, oh my god, it's
2: such a simp for her, like you know, you'll do everything she said. What I don't get is why simp is a bad thing. I mean simp is treating your girlfriend right. And I don't think that's a problem because over here, like t- in today's generation, we say, we call people simp because it is not okay to treat your girlfriend right. You're supposed to be a dick, you're supposed to go out not telling her. I mean, I don't get the thing about telling your girlfriend where you're going, but I just feel like now it's very important in a relationship to tell your girlfriend where you're going. But when you do that, then you're a simp. If you don't do that, then you're a cheat. So I I, you, I would rather be a simp than be a cheat. And I don't think simp is associated with anything bad. I think it just means being a good um, boyfriend. I completely agree. And
0: I also want to say that, that, you know, that if, say, I was a guy and I was to be like, if I would get a gift for my girlfriend and my, like, boy best friend like whatever my guys or like gang would be like is it just simp you got her a gift like that's nonsense like that way anybody would be a simp that way if it's like kion i've known for the past like seven eight years if it's her birthday and i get her a gift am i like a simp suddenly like you can't just make everything becomes a simp like just the fact that okay i mean if a guy talks about a girl more than like two minutes he's a simp but so what and i also think this can connect to the fact that If girls talk about feelings, it's like, oh my God, like you like him. That's so cute. But if a guy talks about feelings, he automatically becomes like really wrong or like, you know, really in words gay or like anything like that. He becomes like, oh my God, like he's talking about his feelings. He's such a simp. Like who talks about a girl so much? Like for the fact that we can do it. The word player is what it actually means. Player means when you are with multiple girls at once and they probably do not know about it or you're actually like flicking from girl to girl every single day and you don't have any respect for anyone's feelings. If I'm in a relationship with someone for two months and we respectfully break up and I go to another relationship, I'm not a player. I'm just moving on. Like there's a big difference between the two. So nobody can just be called a player based on that. And nobody can just be called committed
1: because they've been in one relationship for so long. Our generation is really prone to just generalizing everything that's happening, even though they really don't know the story behind it.
0: Now I'm going to talk about my favorite question and my favorite part of this, which is about love. And I think that is like, it gets hidden, like in terms of this, oh my God, let's hook up. Oh my God, let's do this. Let's do that. You know, this love gets hidden. Feelings get hidden. Like, I think that's the most important thing to me, at least. Do you think the love that we have at this age is true love? Or is, is it just like, our hormones raging or just the fact that we're teenagers it's just because we have to say something do you think the love is true love or is it like just a joke and I know if the two of you have actually been in love like true love does it actually feel as people describe it to feel like oh my god rainbows like the sky is pink
2: like is it actually like that? I, I do think it's like that I do think I think teenagers right now actually do fall in love I think it's a I think people uh, should say that teenagers don't actually fall in love and they don't really know the meaning of love. But I feel like we do know because, as like as generations like keep going on, I feel like more people are maturing faster and they do realize things sooner. And I do think love is described like is said the way it's like described. It is butterflies and rainbows and everything until the effort comes from both sides. Once that stops, then it's all like down from there. What do you think, Nishchay, about
3: love? I mean, I think you. Well, how to explain this? You can only get an idea of what love really is once you experience it. It's not like, like you can't just like get it from anywhere. It's, it's, it's it just comes naturally from somewhere, I guess. And yeah, that's it. I
2: don't really think like, yeah. You know when they say that you're only supposed to love, you have your first love or you have only three loves of your life? I mean, that's completely bullshit. You can love how many of people you want to. And you can, and I don't think the first love label is really a good thing. I mean, there are, every kind of love that you have in your life is very different. Like one teaches you how to love, one teaches you how to be treated in love, one teaches you different things about yourself while you're in that relationship. And the first love concept and, it, and it's not working out, I do not believe in that because so many people who've had their first loves and relationships are still working out. So when we say that, what exactly do we mean? Like, first love, it doesn't work out. And it's already it's already in your head that it doesn't work out. So you never really put in that much effort for your first love. You never really want to look at the other person's side when you're fighting. It's like, it's only your side. You're being selfish when you fight. And I think it's because the society around us keep telling us that first loves don't last. And it's not true. And it's, you know, whatever. And you have so many different ducks in your life where you actually, like, go and pick one. And I just don't believe that's true. I mean, yeah you can have a first love and you can end up with your first love or you can have multiple loves and not end up with any. I mean, that's completely okay. I think in terms of love, I mean,
0: I don't really know much about that. I don't think I've ever really been in love. But I think if I ever do fall in love, I'm very scared of it. Like I'm genuinely terrified of that. Because I mean, the two of you know me, actually the three of you know me, I'm not the type of person who's like, i'll i'll be like oh like gradually get into it if i genuinely feel something towards someone i'm not going to be like okay like i'll take it slowly i'll like be fake a little bit i'll do this i'm just like okay i like i really like this person it's like very extremist so i think if i ever do fall in love which i'm very scared of because i'm scared that what's happened to me in the past like i will get hurt again and i think that's what most teenagers go through um when i say that i mean when guys or men are portrayed to be like this when Many people tell them that, you know, you're so heartless, like, you know, she likes you, like you don't like her. They are probably just genuinely going through something of themselves. Maybe something's happened to them in the past, which is why they just don't want to put their feelings out there. Like, for example, I'm not going to take any names, but I had a certain situation with one guy and I told him that, oh, you know, I did like him, but I just didn't know him well enough at the time. So I told him that, okay, I think we shouldn't be together. But after that, two years or something later, we kind of met again. He kind of made it very clear that he is not looking for a relationship. But to me, I felt very bad. Like in the beginning, I was like, be- like on the watch of tears, bad. I was like, what the f*** is this- What is this nonsense? Like, I was like, it doesn't make sense to why, am I- why is he doing that to me? But then I realized that I had done the same thing to him. A few, sometime back. Like, it's actually karma hitting back. Like, I had told him a while back that, listen, I don't know you well enough, so I don't want to be in a relationship with you. But now, when I'm finally ready, he's playing his own game. So, I think in terms of that, love, I've when teenagers think about love, I think they shouldn't just think about something short term. I think love is not short term. And if you genuinely love someone, you will think about them for a while because these feelings don't just go away. Like, you will have that feeling ingrained in you
2: until it's completely out of you. I think that's true. And I do, I also think that you don't completely move on. You just accept that it's over and you kind of just love the other person more than you loved the other one. You know, so I just don't ever feel like you can actually truly move on because how do you move on? How do you just unlove someone? You've loved them for eight months, nine months, or maybe a year, maybe even more. How do you just unlove them and go and love someone else? It's not like... It's not like you're reusing that love and giving it to somebody else. I just think that you love your first girlfriend and then you you break up, something unfortunate happens and you do love someone else after that. I don't think the same love that you gave her, the ex-girlfriend, you give to the new one too. I just feel like you accepted that it, that was over and now you're willing to bury that deep inside you, inside you and like actually move on and be with someone else who truly deserves that sort of time.
1: You guys brought up some really good perspectives on the table, which I agree with. And what are your views on short-term versus long-term relationships? And is this something that teenagers should think about unconsciously while they're looking to get into a relationship or whether there's some potential sometime soon?
3: I mean, relationships can always be short-term or long-term. Technically, it depends on the amount of consistency put in from both ends, like If you're not, if both of y'all aren't giving the 100%, then it's not going to work out in the end, right?
2: And I do believe relationships should be looked at as long-term because you're not with someone because you want to be with the person for the next three months of your life. When you're with someone, you kind of look at them for long-term. However much long-term is like, if you're 20, then you look for marriage. But if you're like 16, you probably look at you move on for education or like you move on to a different city or whatever. I mean, I don't believe in the idea of short-term relationships like all flings, summer flings, so let's just, date for the summer i think all that is complete crap and when you date someone you look at them as like they're a part of your future and you want them to be a part of your future for however long that is i think to me just gonna say that you know if you guys
0: have seen this it's swung around a lot that you know if you're not looking to get married you're looking to get your heart broken you see those things floating around on like instagram and every quote page that you see but we are at an age where we are not thinking about getting married right now like none of us are like you know we are 15 16 17 year olds maybe even but we're not thinking about marriage and we won't be thinking about marriage for a while we're thinking about studying more we're thinking about our social lives like that's what teenagers think about but I think when people say that oh you know why do you want to be in a short-term relationship they mean from the fact that everything that you do from the time you are born till the time you are dead will have an impact on you. literally everything that you do. So even if the fact that I am go- say I'm going to be in a relationship with someone even for like three days, that's still going to be with me. Like that's still added to my list of experiences in life. So you can never just get that away from you. So when people say short-term relationships are bad, I agree with them. But that's my opinion because I feel that a relationship is contradicting to the word short-term. A relationship is a connection and you can't break that by saying short term. A relationship is long term. So for me, a relationship is not a long term relationship. It's just a relationship because it is long term. Like By long term, I don't mean like say tomorrow if I meet a guy, I want to be with him, get married, have kids and then die. Like That's not what I mean. But I mean like by long term, you should genuinely feel that connect. Because if you're going into a relationship for three months, you probably thought about that before. You know, I only want to be with this girl for like two months and then like throw her away. I only want to be with this guy for like two months and then throw him away. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Not catching feelings is also okay. And catching feelings is also okay. And both those things are okay to happen. Like it's okay if you don't like someone and you shouldn't be scared to say it. And if you do like someone, you should say it as well. What about the fact that, you know, relationships are, how do I say this? The very physical part of relationships let's say that is also very important in this aspect like i would say i don't know much about that either but in terms of a lot of people like there are many stratas in this relationship world i would say they put that at a primary level and all everything is at a secondary level like the physical aspect of the relationship is very important for them but feelings you know actual love comes secondary tertiary things like that so For me, that's not how it is. For me, if I actually like the person, only then will I think about anything else. But physical is very important. I'm not saying it's not. And a lot of people connect more when they're in a proper, full physical, mental relationship.
2: But do you think it's right for people to put that on such a forefront? I think that we're very sexual beings. And uh, the fact is that, I mean, this is what everyone says that don't date the guy if he's not good and bad. I mean, I feel like sometimes that is extremely true because, I mean, at one point, you do connect very phys- like physically with the person and the person isn't really good in that aspect of it. You don't really feel like you can, you can connect with the person. I mean, you just feel like, I mean, it's, it's there. It's not there. It's like, it's just something is missing. So I do feel like physical is very important in a relationship, but I also feel like for some couples, it isn't. Some couples aren't very sexually motivated as as other couples and that's okay. I mean, it depends on the couple it depends on the people and I just feel like They have to talk about it, but I do feel the physical part of it is extremely important today's relationship. I that's that's my take on it
3: I mean, yeah, it I guess it is important to some extent, but in one of my relationships We didn't even like have a first case for like a good two months Like one and a half months, but it still worked out really well. So it does matter to some extent, but it's not the entire relationship. Like it doesn't depend on that.
0: Yeah, that's true. So basically, I don't think much about this, and you guys know that because I go to you guys for every relationship advice I've ever given my entire life. But honestly, what I actually mean by this, at least the way I look at it, is that. Yes, teenagers are very, I don't want to say sexually motivated, but yes, they do think about it a lot. And they do think about the fact that, oh my God, like this guy is so hot or this girl is so hot, like that makes sense to them. And I think it does make sense for teenagers. When you're thinking about just the physical aspect, make sure even the other person is also just thinking about that.
2: You know what I mean? There should be a mutual understanding. Yeah. that's like a common misconception like we usually so most people don't even talk about it they're just like okay we're something and we don't even know like there's no conversation about what we are and then it happens and then two days after you're just like there's no communication after that there's like no talk there's nothing and then you're just wondering like i mean what was that Were we on the same page because it kind of looks like we are on the same page but then later it just figures out that we weren't and then i just feel like that causes a lot of issues and there should always be, like, talk about what we are about, or, uh, like, just be making sure we're on the same page before going ahead and doing anything. Because that's, like, one of the main reasons most teenagers face issues with their own body, with their personality, with a lot of things about themselves.
3: Like you said, like, uh, you, you show your feelings because eventually you're going to be a mother. So you have to be, like, that caring kind of thing. But for guys, it's, like, different because we've grown up with that, stigma that we're not allowed to show feelings it's it's like we've grown up with that thing like be a man don't cry don't show your feelings so we don't really show our feelings because we're scared that we're gonna be looked at differently
0: everybody has feelings and that's basically the end goal of this that with whoever you want to be in a relationship with or whoever you don't want to be in a relationship with. You want to be single, you want to be in a relationship, you want to be in a thing, you want to be in a fling, you want to be in a casual relationship, you just want to hook up with someone, you want to be friends with benefits. At the end of the day, make sure you're just respecting the other person and what they think about it. That's it. So coming to our last section, which is very interesting, we like to end each episode with a fun question That we all like to answer and we all go ahead and answer it and it's kind of like based on the theme of the episode so today's question or this week's question is what is the most embarrassing moment you've had now this could be in general or with respect to the topic um so kushi will go first and i'll go
1: after her and then you can go okay i think for me the most embarrassing moment in my life was in seventh grade when I dropped like an entire bottle of paint all over my pants. And I had to walk like that the entire day. Okay,
0: I think my embarrassing moment,
1: won't come as a shock to the three of y'all, but
0: for other people, I think my embarrassing moment was, I wouldn't say catfished, but I actually got blatantly lied to about something. So I was talking to one boy oh my god yeah i was talking to one boy and we were talking for a while it was like over two months or like even little more than that and you know we used to talk pretty regularly and by regularly i mean daily and after a while i was like this is going so great like you know but then i understood that from a friend of his his very close friend that he has been lying to me about his age like he's not how old he says he is. Like people still tell me every time I see them, oh my god, like
2: you like I think the most embarrassing moment for me was when I was chasing my best friend Kashish around school, uh, and we were coming down the stairs and there was like a it was a conference happening at the next in the next class, and everyone was coming out and we were just still running down the stairs and then I got and then she just tapped my back and I slipped down like an entire flight of stress and the entire people from the conference room were looking at me and that was probably the most embarrassing moment of my life and I just couldn't like and I couldn't even say anything like I couldn't even like laugh about it because I was in like a lot of pain and I think I kind of like uh, hurt my tailbone really bad so I was walking and limping the entire time and my best friend was still laughing at me and the entire conference room was looking at me like I was crazy and it was probably the most embarrassing thing of my life.
3: Okay so Mine was in third grade, I I was like, what? I think I was red belt in Taekwondo, and I was in school and we had like pretty tight school pants, right? And all my friends were like, bro, show us some moves, show us some kicks. And then I did one and my pants, <laughs> wait, yeah, I mean, and I I was wearing some chota underwear or something. and (laughs) it was third grade, shut up and (laughs) yeah, so I had to like go, I had to wear my sports pants after that for the entire day and my my school shirt was white and my sports pants was some weird orange colour so it just didn't go, I just looked really weird and I had to do that for the rest of school and this happened like in the morning sometimes
1: wow, that's interesting I think that's about it, Kion and Nishtar. Thank you for sparing our time to talk about a very dominant topic. And it would be great if you could verbally share your Instagram username right now for our viewers in case they would like to reach out to you. Uh, Mine's Kion with four Ns. K-W-E-Y-O-N-N-N-N.
3: L-I-L underscore N-I-Z underscore underscore.
0: And thank you so much to everyone who's listening. And stay tuned on the Sunday after next for more.